Hello, everybody, and welcome to Sci-Fi Unchained, where I discussed science fiction, fantasy, and the future. I wanted to take a quick second to invite you all to join our social media, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, whatever you guys may have, just to keep tabs on any episode releases, discussions, or anything else that might be happening on this channel. <laughs> so, with that said, enjoy the show. Now, let's get into Darth Crate, a human male born on the planet Tatooine to a Jedi Knight named Sherrod Het, who is a part of a Tuscan warrior clan. Darth Crate was once the Jedi Knight Asherod Het. Being strong in the Force, Asherod's father brought him to be trained at the Jedi Temple, where he caught the eye of Ki Adi Mundi, who took the young Asherod as his apprentice soon after. Sherrod Het would later fall victim to the assassin, Aura Singh, sending the young Jedi into a rage unlike anything his master had ever seen. This would lead the Jedi master known as the Dark Woman among the Jedi, Anya Kuro, who ironically also trained Aura Singh before she fell and left the Order, to teach the young Het to control his darkness growing within him. Notably, Het would befriend other Jedi, such as Anakin Skywalker and Obi-Wan Kenobi. As his training would come to an apex, the Clone Wars would break out, causing Het and his masters to race off to defend the Republic. He would play a critical role in defending worlds such as Ba's Pity and Salukamai. Het would survive the Clone Wars and Order 66, escaping to his home world of Tatooine. There he vowed revenge on the newly founded empire that had killed his masters, his friends, and drove him so far back that he was forced to hide in squalor. Het would not remain idle, though, as he rejoined his Tuscan brethren and became the warlord of several clans. It was soon after his united Tuscan force had ravaged and raved across the planet that he had an encounter with Obi-Wan Kenobi, who cut the former Jedi down and exiled him from Tatooine. In his exile, Het would become a bounty hunter for a time, before he came under the tutelage of the spirit of Dark Lord Zozan on Korriban, turning to the dark side. Soon after, Het would be captured by the Yuzhang Vong and would be relentlessly tortured for years to come. The Vong would subject Het to such things as tearing out his eye and replacing it with a Vong implant, placing coral seeds throughout his body, recreating him into a pseudo-Vong creature of nightmare. Het would also become apprentice to the dark sider Vergeer, a Jedi of the Old Republic who had been living with the Vong as a familiar to one of their religious leaders. Vergeer would further his Sith teachings, helping to transform him in the Force as his mind and body had been by the Vong. In his pain and anguish, both perpetrated by the Vong and by his self-inflicted guilt because of blaming himself for the atrocities of Order 66 by both encouraging Anakin Skywalker to his embrace his pain and darkness as parts of himself, Het would become an unstoppable monster 
filled with pure rage. He would lash out and destroy the Vong who held him captive, slaughtering them all and becoming the dread lord Darth Krait. Once returned to Korriban, Darth Krait would begin building his new Sith Order in secret, the dark embrace of Korriban masking their presence from the rest of the galaxy. This new Sith Order would be a better described as a Sith cult known as the One Sith, which was fanatically devoted to Krait. This particular Sith Order would be very bureaucratic and intricately organized, casting themselves as a very different brand of Sith to either the Sith of the Ancient Empires or the Rule of Two. As it happened, this particular order would resemble the old Jedi Order that was a part of the Old Republic in that most of its members were indoctrinated from birth and raised in the ways of darkness. Many would even tattoo themselves with ritualistic Sith tattoos. The One Sith would train many Sith assassins and manipulators to send out into the galaxy to create puppet governments and infiltrators among both the Galactic Alliance and the Fell Empire. Great would periodically submerge himself in hibernation and stasis to preserve himself until he felt the galaxy was ripe and ready for his one Sith to take control. While in his seclusion, Krait's mind would remain in contact with his closest advisors and agents, such as Darth Warlock. In fact, there would be three generations of the Chargrin Sith, three generations of Darth Warlocks, who would serve as the right hand of Darth Krait. When Krait and his one Sith emerged, they would ally themselves with a faction of the Fell Empire, waging war against the remaining of those loyal to Emperor Fell. Krait and those in the Empire loyal to him would succeed, driving those loyal to Fell out into Alliance space to seek refuge. Krait would send his Sith out amongst the Alliance to slaughter the Jedi as well, nearly succeeding in wiping out all of the Order. Krait also searched for the descendant of Luke Skywalker, Cade Skywalker, a powerful Force user who could make great use of a dark side Force healing ability that Krait believed could rid him of his Vong infections. Krait would capture Skywalker and make many attempts to convince him to make use of his powers in service to the Dread Lord. Instead, Cade Skywalker would eventually kill Darth Krait by damaging his body and rendering his spirit before it could escape and capture Cade's own. While, he uh, while Cade launched both into a nearby sun on a ship, finalizing Krait's ultimate death in the raging inferno of a blazing star. Darth Krait had a very obsessive and driven personality. He was not so much a mad genius or a master manipulator like many other Sith Lords of note. Rather, he was more devoted to creating lasting order and enduring power at any costs. In terms of his lightsaber fighting style, Krait favored the Jarkai style, an aggressive two-sword wielding form, and would also fight on the front lines of both the Clone Wars and the Sith Imperial War. 
Crate made great use of force rage to enhance his fighting prowess, and he had no equal when it came to lightsaber combat, being able to best everyone he dueled, including Cade Skywalker, to a point. Crate's force techniques were also of a higher tier, favoring telekinesis, tuta menace, force strain, creating illusions, and telepathy. Crate also made use of the technique known as mind walking, one which allowed the user to walk through the realm be behind shadows, a realm outside of time and space, purely held within the force. It was there that Crate was able to aid Luke Skywalker in his battle against the monster Abeloth, who fought her nearly 100 years before Crate and his reign. Darth Crate is the last great Dark Lord of note, either in Legends or in Canon, as he ruled 100 years ABY, long after Sidious would return in Canon. His story is especially fun as it would appear in graphic novel form. Crate would be ridiculed as a false Sith, a pretender by Nihilus and Dedu and Bane, through their collective holocrons when Crate used them to summon the ancient Sith to be his counsel. Crate would become enamored, much like Sidious, with collecting knowledge in an effort to bolster his power and prolong his life. He would gain the abilities necessary to rid himself of the Vong implants and bring himself back from the brink of death, healing his mortally fatal wounds. Crate would even claim to having learned the art of essence transfer, though being thrown into a star kind of hurts your chances on utilizing such a power. To me, Crate was a visionary Sith, daring to spit in the faces of all those who came before him in order to bring to life what he had planned for the galaxy and the future of the Sith. Crate ranks among the greats because of his success in conquering most of the galaxy in such a relatively short amount of time as well as being able to survive for as long as he had in a galaxy filled with organizations and force wielders who would be intent on destroying him. He was, he was able to hold his own against the force abhorrent monster Abeloth, making great use of his force drain ability against her, a being who was a pinnacle of dark side power and madness. Darth Krait, as far as I'm concerned, is a fantastic Dark Lord of the Sith to end our current continuity either in canon or legends. He's a great villain, complex and powerful, relatable, yet the culmination of every wrong turn one could make down the path of darkness as a Force user could take. Crate is counted amongst the top tier of Sith Masters, though I would rather have him on the front lines leading the charge not to discount his mental or strategic prowess, but Crate had proven himself to be a great general in the Clone Wars, as well as a very hands-on emperor when waging war against the Alliance and Imperial remnants who stood against him. Against the likes of Sidious, Horde, Vitiate, or Vader, I think Crate would take any of them to a standstill or a fatal draw. To say the least, Crate is probably one of my favorites aside from the likes of Darth Vader himself. It's also worthy of note to mention that Crate named himself after the Crate Dragons, 
on his homeworld of Tatooine. And if you watch the show The Mandalorian, you can see just how monstrous and deadly the crate dragons were and how huge and vicious. So it's really cool to see something as relatable and, and as um, tied into the lore um, as a crate dragon um, play part in uh, in one of the last chapters, either in Legends or Canon of Star Wars. But that is all I have for right now, guys. Thank you so much for tuning back in and stick around for more Sci-Fi Unchained. But for now, live long and prosper, my friends, and may the Force be with us all. Thank you.